Hey, Chief, listen, you got a call here, all right? So pick up the f***ing phone already, all right, pal? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Open Mic with Chuck. My name is Chuck Tuck, and I am the host of this podcast. This is the number one podcast. Well, not number one, but it is the first podcast that I'm doing, and hopefully it will be the first of many. So today, I have with me Sean Ous. We are movie fans. We love going to the movies, just like a lot of you out there. So this is going to be a little bit about the feud that is going on between Universal and AMC. So have a listen. Give us your thoughts. Let me know what you think. And now, on with the show. Guess what, Sean? What? You are the first guest on this podcast channel. How do you feel? Uh, I'm so happy and horny and humpy and honored. Yeah, just don't be that happy and horny and humpy and honored because of me. You're an attractive man, so don't think I've noticed. What's that yipping and yapping in the background? Uh, guys, what kind of a drink was it that you just spilled? It was uh, gin and uh, artificially sweetened water. Gin and artificially sweetened water. Yeah, um, we we we've been doing keto, so we don't want to use like Pepsi or Coke. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Does it so, taste Does it uh, taste any good though? Oh my god! Yes. Some of these things. Some of these are really good. You should try them. What What's the brand that we use, hon? Sparkling ice and the flavors. And you add artificial sweetener on top of that? No, no, no. They are like... Well, okay. The, some of them, are, are they naturally sweetened or there's no artificial sweetener? Okay, yeah, the, the, the drinks themselves are artificial. Gotcha. I spilled my drink. Let me cut my drink off. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, getting away and kind of doing that, movies... Movies was a great form of getting out of the house and kind of losing yourself for a couple of hours. And that's something that we used to do together, too. Yeah. I kind of, I more than kind of, I miss going to the movie theaters. So, you know, speaking of all that stuff, what do you think about the uh, AMC movie theater chain saying, no more NBC Universal movies in our theater? Well, I I think I think AMC has every right to be completely pissed off at Universal because of the way they did what they did. I think it was really shitty. Uh, I, I I don't think it's popularly known, but uh, the executive for Universal told the AMC executive team twenty minutes before they made their public announcement. They're like, oh, hey, 
you know, we're going to go digital with the world tour. And uh, even after the COVID restrictions lift, we're not going to change the business model. We're just going to keep doing this. And so we're going to keep releasing all of the Universal movies online. Uh, and I'm sure their intent is to do that with their parent company because Comcast owns Universal. Yeah. And so they, so Comcast is you know, willing or not. Comcast is complicit, and they're they're up to their neck in this, whether they like it or not. So I think, uh, I think that's what's behind the like slight backtracking from the Universal executive, but. The intent is, is definitely there to maintain this model from Universal, and they put it back down. Um, and I think that's just a complete violation of the business model. There were no negotiations. They're just behaving like a selfish child, going, screw you. I'm taking all of my toys, and this is what I'm going to do. And if you don't like it, well, then screw you, right? So... AMC, they're in financial chaos, you know, brink of bankruptcy. There's talk of, like, which chapter they'll file because of this in bankruptcy. And and Universal is just, you know, preaching from the bully pulpit. And, and I think it's wrong. Yeah. I'm totally yeah. on the side of AMC because... I mean, what what we're really talking about here in the larger picture, I believe, is Americana. People who love going to movies with uh, either their family, taking their kids to a movie at the theater, getting the popcorn, the candy. Come on, kids. We're going to go to a movie. We're going to go out together and spend some time together. And, and, and that's been what? It's been Americana, what, since the 30s, right? It's a long well, time. Since the era of silent film. And, and I think for Universal to do this with no negotiation, no heads up, really whatsoever, just like, we're going to do this, we're going to be selfish assholes, and fuck you. I think it's completely wrong. Yeah. Well, see, I, I agree with you and all that. Um, the, the, the biggest problem I have is I guess two. One, that NBC Universal or any production company or anybody that's releasing a film that would simultaneously release it on video, on v- video on demand, and in the theaters. Because um, that would obviously hurt um, any theater chain. So that. Absolutely. that Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying earlier, it, it's part of Americana. That's what we do is on a weekend, you take the family, you go to the movies. I know that uh, going to the movies kind of went went away for a short time. Then it, then it started to come back, and it was really good. And, you know, you and I, we've said that we enjoy going to the movies, and you look forward to doing it because you get out of the house. You get away and you escape. Um, the, the other part about this is I wish AMC wouldn't have jumped at – you know, jumped out and said, "All right, we're not going to have any of these uh, NBC Universal f- movies in our theaters any longer, because there are some good movies." I mean, well, I- but the thing is, you have to stop and consider. I mean, Universal. I mean, when I say they were 
preaching from the bully pulpit. They wrote a threatening letter to AMC over the pending release of the movie, The King of Death. Um, it's, the, you know, like I, I, I referred to it before, but when you approach someone with no negotiation, you're not even making a demand. You're just coming in like a spoiled child and saying, look, this is the way it's going to be. And it's a complete violation of the business model. Uh, you know, there was no check-in with the American public to, to take the temperature of what American people wanted, and you know, I, I just I don't get a sense that Universal NBC could care in the least. Which really makes me think, you know, and and I don't want to seem shallow, but really, like it's just a bunch of like horrible people like running uh, Universal NBC. Because I mean, what 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 kind of like uh, what is it, the the board of the board of trustees or administrators, you know, the, the board that makes these decisions with Universal NBC, uh, you know, how can you just make these demands? I mean, sure, it's practical on some level to have trolls world tour be digital during COVID restrictions. Yeah, yeah. And right. it, I think it's I think it's within ethical boundaries to release that movie digitally while COVID restrictions are in place all across the United States and most of the world. I don't think that's out of line, but to just blatantly kind of kick in the door and not even make this demand, but just state, hey, this is the new reality. This is our new business model. If you don't like it, screw you, is kind of Offensive. I mean, I, I real my attitude towards Universal NBC is really sour since that came out. Yeah, I think it's just a pile of crap. Well, and I think it's super selfish. I don't really, I don't want to see the Universal logo at the beginning of the movie because it's gonna piss me off, right? Well, let me ask and you this then. I know about you, but um, it. Um, if there was a great movie that's coming out on uh, Universal or NBC Universal, would you would you rent it and watch it at home, or would you say nope, not going to watch it because I don't like what they did, I don't believe in what they're doing, and um, I'm just not going to watch it. I'm not going to rent it. Would you do that, or would you be willing to go that far? Or, or no. Um, I I am a definite strong. Uh, it could be the biggest damn blockbuster anybody's ever seen. It could be like the new Harry Potter, Gladiator, Master and Commander, Star Wars, you name your favorite movies. I I could care less because the people behind it are a bunch of selfish bastards. And I, I think the ethics are important. And uh, I don't want to support, you know, a completely unethical business model. And even though people will pay a premium because it's going to be on the premium pay-per-view simultaneously, right? But I don't think it's right to support that. I don't think it's ethical. I don't think it's moral. And I, I think uh, Universal NBC is going to lose the support of 
principled people, not just Americans, but principled people around the world. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I, I, I've got a large enough screen. I mean, I've got, you know, like a lot of people, they, you have your surround sound at home. You watch your movies at home. I've, I, you know, I've got a 135 inch screen, and I've got a movie theater at home, but. I still prefer going to the movie theaters on these first-run movies. I don't want to rent it. Um, you know, Universal is the Fast and Furious series, and that's been, you know, it's made bank for those guys. But out of the whatever they have, like eight of them, I think I've only watched two of them at home. I don't I don't want to rent it. I, you know, I'd rather go. I haven't seen any of them. Oh. <laughs> How about Jurassic Park? Have you seen that? Okay, I've been to Kauai where they actually filmed. But have you seen the movies? You have to have seen the oh, movies. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen all of the Jurassic. So those are um, Universal Picture Films, NBC Universal. I I don't know if I've ever rented one. No, I have to say I've never rented one. In fact, I've never rented one of any of Universal Pictures, no matter how good, um, unless it's free. But even when it's free. I, I've only seen two of the, you know, Fast and the Furious. Now, I have seen all of them, but I've gone to the movie theaters. And, you know. Yeah, you know. I, so, in, in response to that, I can say the only, the only movie in that series that I rented for myself or my family was Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And I rented that, uh, on a week that my kids were here on a visit because um, like, we had the on and off visitation and uh, it was it was just out on on demand and so I rented it because we all wanted to see it and uh, we had not seen it in theaters and it was something that we had done as a family together in theaters up to that point yeah and so that was the only time I had you know Universal and I think that's something um there's something to be said about that. It, it's this, uh, what is it that caused all this? The uh, the Trolls on World Tour movie, and it made something like over $100 million in a couple of weeks on video on demand. I think it's because everybody's at home, kids are at home, parents are going, what the hell do we do with these kids? They're like, ah, let's throw in a movie. So they'll rent the damn movie and throw the kids in front of that TV, and... That's so, why it's made money. But yeah. people like you and I, where we don't have little kids, or you want to go out on your date night, I'm not going to rent a movie and sit at home. I'm going to go to the movie theaters. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, I, I think what Universal is, re- is utterly failing to consider is that uh, this is, this is going to hurt them down the road. Because I tell you what. The theaters are going to reopen, and Universal NBC is going to get their cover. Yeah. AMC is going to recover, and let me tell you, when those doors reopen, they are not just going to do well, but they're going to take off like gangbusters. I mean, AMC stock going to, like, jump, and their sales of candy and popcorn and soda pop, you know, Everything's going to be up there. Ticket sales are going to go through the damn ceiling because all of America, and not just America, but the world, everybody's jonesing to go see a movie. Hey, 
want to go see a movie? Hell yeah. And people are probably going to have the attitude of, I don't even care what it is. I want to get my ass to a theater. And they're going to look at the previews. Hey, let's figure out which one. And it's probably going to be hard to decide because they're going to want to see multiple movies. And you know what? <laughs> Universal NBC has just excluded themselves oh. from that from that boon that's coming, the financial boon that is coming, this treasure, this gift, this wonderful thing that's looming ahead, but because Universal NBC is behaving like a spoiled brat, a snot-nosed little spitting-up child who is just living in the moment and not thinking about or considering anyone else in the future. Well, if a movie comes out called... Well, if a movie comes out that's called The Peanuts versus the World, don't ask me to go with you. <laughs> I'm not going to go see just any <laughs> damn movie. <laughs> Get me high, maybe I the might. The Peanuts against the World. I mean, I mean, I, I you know, um, uh, well, um, well, that, that's a pretty creative title, though, Chuck. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we ought to produce something like that and just throw it out there. And AMC's going to say, yeah, we'll put it in our theaters. Worldwide release. 2,700 theaters. You know, you know, I, you know, I, I mean, obviously this part of the conversation is in jest, but um, I think you're touching base on something that may be exciting for a lot of smaller film companies. And that's access to theaters from smaller movie companies and indie filmmakers. Yeah, you know what? Are kind of kept out. You know, they've been kept out because of a heavy hitter like Universal NBC going, screw you guys, you know, we're going to dominate the theaters. So, what I think could be just a really wonderful upside is that not only will Universal NBC financially suffer from this, but the access to the independent film market for the American public will increase, and a lot of those really fantastic independent films will finally get a chance to capture a a giant audience. You know, you are right. Uh, That is a huge possibility with that, and that probably... um, that's probably what's going to carry AMC over and make them a oh, success after this. Yeah, because I, you know, yeah, if I was an yeah. independent film producer, yeah, I would be looking at a chance or opportunity like this and say, hey, this is where I could come in and I, I, can, I can have my movie shown in a large theater, large screen. I don't have to wait for these uh, film festivals. You know, I, I kind of see Universal NBC as a movie company, kind of like the band Kiss. They're huge, and they rest on their laurels, right? And, they, you know, and they, they, put out, they put out new stuff, but, you know, it's really because they dominated the market from their historic influence, and that's where the two have to show a lot of you, you mean sometimes they put out crap, like um, the recent Doolittle movie? Like like the title says, do little. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. I really wanted to see it, but for yeah, some yeah. reason I didn't. Let's be honest. I mean, Universal puts out a lot of crap, right? They do. You know, so when, when they put out things like Jurassic Park, we all go insane. We lose our minds. 
because Jurassic Park is so damn wonderful. And it's cool. And then they get beautiful women, and then they get, like, megastars to play the lead role. And the CGI is wonderful. Okay, so it's a rehash. Kind of the same shit, different day with Jurassic World, but hey, that was cool. Most recent movie, hey, that was cool too. But you know what? I feel like they're chasing the dragon and trying to recapture the magic. It's a very first thing. Yeah. And maybe it's just me. I don't think they'll ever do it again. Yeah, it's a cool series. Don't get me wrong. I love Jurassic And I really like the movies. And I think, like, the first three are the best. Um, oh, you know, there is another you know, Jurassic Park movie coming out. I think it was called Dura- Jurassic Dominion. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I just, you know, I think after three, I kind of feel like, I mean, Jurassic World was kind of cool and everything, but I don't know. I mean, where do you think? Jurassic, the Jurassic Park Well, I, you know, sometimes movies like that where the first couple of them are great, you get kind of reeled in and you're like, well, I got to go because I started the series. It's like reading the book and all of a sudden it, it's a trilogy. You're like, I can't just stop at the first book. Okay. I got to go right. through it. All right. So we're kind of we're kind of weaving a thread of that Americana through this part. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, coming back to, you know, going back to the duds and the hits and all that, I think all production companies, production houses, uh, people who make movies, there's ups and downs. Hell, what about cats? Oh boy. Yeah. Let's get some big name people and let's have some decent CGI. Now that was a Dud. God, Cats was like the atomic bomb of bombs. I mean, <laughs> it was like the the Moab of absolute theatrical failures at the box office. Jesus Christ! I mean, Cats was an epic failure. Yeah. Yep. And, and how the hell did that even happen? I mean, good God! I mean, somebody like needs to be like, hey, this might not be the best idea, guys. <laughs> and then yeah. that much movie, I mean, how many how many more times over uh, in, in, in regard to the million dollars that they spent on cats did they spend on that compared to, say, like Cleopatra from the blockbuster back in the day when Liz Taylor from Cleopatra and it was a major blockbuster. It was the biggest budget film in history. But look how much it made. Now, I think those guys knew they were making a good movie. Now, when it comes to cats, I just got to come right out and say, somebody should have known better. Well, yeah, something like that. I mean, did they honestly think that what they were doing Oh yeah, this this is great, guys. We're gonna have a blockbuster. Oh yeah, you know. And Marge Simpson, you know, just didn't have the common sense to like go. Hey, hey, guys. You know, we maybe shouldn't have like spent all the money on this movie, <laughs> but they did it, it <laughs> and and they did it anyway. 
and I just, you know, I mean, yeah. one of my favorite Will, Will Rogers quotes is, one of the things I've learned about common sense is, common sense ain't common. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... You know, a hundred million dollars to produce the movie, another ninety-five million, whatever it is, to do global marketing. So you got two hundred million dollars into this thing, and it's not—it did not make anything close to that. But nineteen seventeen, you saw that, right? Oh yeah. So that's a Universal. That's an NBC Universal picture. So there, I mean, like we're saying, oh, there's... you're breaking my heart. I know, I know. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You know what? Another 1917 comes out. I'll wait till it's, you know what? And my uh, my fiance, we're subscribed to Showtime, HBO, Netflix, and uh, what's the horror movie one? Shutter, and then uh, like a couple more. We get like Voodoo and Hoodoo and What Do That You Do. <laughs> so, um, I would wait till it came out on video. I would not go to the theater and see it because I'm pissed. I yeah. don't think it's right, and and I think the I think the the rest of ethical America who believes in doing the right thing, who loves Americana, who loves tradition, you know, we should all collectively just say, you know what, you know, the one to squeeze it. No, I'm. I, I think it's as simple as that. Hey, I'd be up for that. Saying, hey, no more watching Universal Pictures. Nothing. Don't rent it. Don't watch it. But, you know, secretly, and, a lot of us will. Yeah, you know, I, I think it will probably be a more popular decision than uh, than Universal NBC has any idea. But I think a lot of Americans, I would argue most Americans, are really good people with an ethical sense of them who really care about right and wrong. And this is clearly wrong in the part of universal industry. And I think when the rubber hits the road and people vote with their pocketbook, Universal NBC is gonna set the stuff. Yeah. And they're gonna have their commercial. They're gonna see real financial I think so and too. When the, and when the CFE releases the report and says, Hey guys Maybe you didn't make the best decision. I promise you, those subsequent board meetings are going to get really different interesting. And I would imagine some heads are going to roll over those, but it won't be for a while. It'll be after Universal NBC suffers Well, my hopes is that this is just a temporary, you know, spouting off, pouting, whatever it is from AMC, and that this is just a short-term thing from NBC Universal, just thinking they're flexing their muscle and then bragging and saying, hey, look at we made all this money and we didn't even have to put it into a theater. Let's just say whatever money we can yeah, yeah. or make more money by releasing it directly to video. Not gonna work with me. You know, it's it's right. You know, it's okay. My side of this, I can totally see Universal side of that. We have a captive audience, but that's gonna last for like another five minutes. 
even if it lasts, okay, so it's going to last at least through the rest of May. This, and and so it may get extended through June. God, I hope not, but, you know, because the science certainly doesn't support that right now because that's a 98% survival rate. So this is, the, you know, this is the first time in history that a healthy population during a pandemic has been quarantined. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, we'll get into that part. part. Yeah, that's for another time. (laughs) So we should plan to do another podcast on that. So, you know, I guess what I'd like to talk about for a second is that uh, the National Association of Theater Owners feels that Universal is just a big troublemaker, and they're being a spoiled child right now. Yeah, they are. And, and, And I think it's obvious to everybody that, um, you know, Universal wants to release movies in theaters and premium on-demand simultaneously. Violates the business model. Violates Americana, like we talked about. Certainly violates business ethics. And, you know, what what this announcement kind of demands, it hurts theater owners. It hurts theaters, it hurts the owners, it hurts the employees. And it may hurt our culture. It may hurt American culture. The closures, you know, when the pandemic restrictions are lifted, how many theaters are going to be open? You know, not all of these theaters are owned by a mega corporation. Right. You know, they make they make their money like we do. You know, they go to a job. You know, you know they do a job and they get paid. Well, yeah. This pandemic is being really. Um, well, that's the other thing, like you're saying, is that uh, some of these theaters are not mega theaters. And bottom line is, if, if you release everything to video, that's yeah. not in, that's not employing that's anybody. Not, not employing so, what about the the ticket checkers? What about the guys and gals that are serving the popcorn and soda? They're out of a job. They're so. family members, of, you know, from people like you and me and people listening. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then something that I don't think we've talked very much about that really needs to be said is that Universal has declared that this is their long-term strategy, that this is going to persist after. They made this really clear. This is going to persist after the COVID restrictions are released. So they want to release movies online and potentially hurt theaters with new movies. And, uh, you know, with no grace period before things go to premium on demand to be offered to them. Um, yeah, you know, you know, here's the thing that if they release it simultaneously at uh first run movies at theaters and on demand on premium on demand maybe 20% of the people I'm just throwing this number out there maybe 20% of the people won't go to the theater because they'll say I'm going to just rent it but still that's 20% of a uh huge dollar making and uh a, a necessity for theaters is they need the 20% of the people coming in so they can stay open I don't know how much theaters make uh, as a whole, 
but I wouldn't think that they make a whole lot. Even though we say, geez, that $10 bucket of popcorn probably only costs 50 cents, but they're paying overhead and all these employees, so there's overhead. So I understand that part. But um, kind of like what you're saying is, you know, there, there's no there's no period or time between uh, the first run release and going to video on demand. Now, I have nothing against Universal, NBC, or NBC Universal, or Disney, or anybody saying, okay, so our typical role model is we're going to release these first run movies, and they're going to be in theaters, and 90 days later, uh, we're going to go ahead and put it on video on demand. Or if there's something like, you know, if it makes less than $80 million, we as a production company, we need to find a way to make our money back because they're not going to be playing in theaters all the time. If that's the case, if it doesn't hit a certain dollar amount, then it goes to video on demand. I have nothing against that. But I think for them, like you said, right, without, right. Yeah, without a warning saying, hey, guess what? This is what we're doing. And they didn't even have any talks with AMC. Right, exactly. That's what I was just going to go back to, is that there was no negotiation. It was more demanding. And that's what makes them look like selfish bastards. Yeah. Right? Clearly, Universal NBC, um, according to um, NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners, they're like, what the hell are you guys doing? You're just making trouble. Now, I don't know if it's an attention, stunt, publicity, whatever they're doing, because they know, and they have a captive audience, and this is going to work for them. But theaters are hurting because of the lockdown order, not because of uh, movie company competition, online streaming. Now, when they open up, it will hurt them. Online streaming will hurt them. Yeah. You know, the, the people who who can afford the speed fees to pay that, they might do that. Unless they're ethical and principled, then hopefully they won't. Um, and like we were saying earlier, the indie companies could have increased access to major theater chains with Universal out of the picture. I think that'd be great. I would personally love to see that. I want to see the, uh, you know, the, the gems of the indie movie apparatus in the United States have more access because I feel like we've been kept And all the American public really gets to see is the absolute greatest the indie movies that really catch on and they get like Zeppelinitis you know they become the rolling stones of the independent movie industry you know they go to Cannes and they're celebrated but what about all the other good movies yeah there's plenty of good independent movies yeah yeah I feel like we deserve a shot to see those and I think this may allow us the American public I think in regard to um, the things that people will miss if they buy these movies at home there won't be the ritual of the Americana the process of going to a movie at date night you know um Granted, if your date goes well, you're probably not going to watch much of the movie anyway. You're going to be kissing the <laughs> dates, but hey. Um, People still do that there? What you'd be missing out on. <laughs> I know. I, I did not very long ago, just like four years ago. Um, 
Let's see. I think, you know, what people are really missing out on is movie popcorn. Can I have a moment of silence for the wonder, for the glory, for the greatness that is movie theater popcorn? You know what? I've tried to replicate the taste, the flavor of that movie theater popcorn, and I can't. I've even had my popcorn sit out for like three or four days to get that stale kind of crunch to it and greasy butter. It does not work. It doesn't. There's something about movie theater popcorn, and you're absolutely right. It's a moment of silence, dude, just for missing that Oh, my God. You know, and it's not just a big screen at your house, you know. Not a, not a, no, 50, it's not just 50, about that. Yeah, seventy inch screen. It's not an eighty inch screen. It's not your home wall. It is a giant ass movie screen. It's huge, and the sound of the American <laughs> sound of that, like the, the speaker systems. You know, the the Dolby or THS. You know, when you're going to see a movie and you feel that vibration from that. Really great speaker system in the theater. The huge screen. You're either sitting with your family, your date, or a good friend. And you know, I I think those are wonderful things. Those are traditions and Americana. And you know what? I deeply, strongly feel the AMC should not cave. And um, you know, I I don't think that you know. When Universal NBC has a blockbuster film that's financially tempting, I think they should stick to their guns and not let them in. Yeah. They need to let Universal NBC reap the consequences of their actions. And Comcast needs to rethink their acquisition of Universal. Um, and I think. It's not just Universal NBC, but I think it's Comcast who own Universal NBC. Uh, send them all a message and go, you know what? You want to be selfish bastards? Look what we're going to do. Look what we're not going to do. Well, you we're know, go pay the damn I think one of the movies that's coming out soon, I don't think it's out uh, from NBC Universal, is The King of Staten Island. You mm, that probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Will that make that's money? That's the movie I'm... that the threatening letter from Universal NBC toward AMC is all about. That's, yeah. that's what all of this is about. So, I personally, I don't see that making that much money on uh, uh, release on video, video on demand. That's a movie that you might get lucky if people are going to decide to go to the theaters to see. Granted, it costs more money to go to a movie theater, but, you know... They're just like said, sometimes I just want to go to a movie and I would rather pay to go see something that's eh, iffy, but I would not rent it. If it's iffy and I'm at home, there's no if, ands, or buts. I'm not renting it. So. Right, right. Because we want to be with the people that we hang out with, who we think are cool, who we like, who we love, who we want to have sex with. I mean, all the gamut our kids, our families, our, our parents. You know, and there's all different reasons to go to a movie. Right? You know, there's all of these different kinds of traditions that we have. You know, uh, uh, yeah. And, and people like going to movies for different reasons. And, and I just think that 
NBC Universal just needs to leave. Yeah, I guess bottom line is I'm, I am with you. I hope AMC does not cave to this, but my hopes are that NBC Universal, Comcast, AMC all come to um, a a good resolution. I hope sometime somehow behind the doors that they talk about this and realize, all right, let's go ahead and go back to the semi-old model of first-run movies or first-run movies in movie theaters and then they'll be released on video and like we were saying earlier hey make it to where if it's not making money and if the amc theater chain or whoever um says you know what we're gonna pull these out of the 2700 theaters because it's not making money for us and it doesn't seem like it's doing good for you so it might be best to go video uh go right to the video and so like we're saying if it's that Whatever it is, if it, if it doesn't make if it doesn't make twenty million dollars in uh, I don't know five weeks or something like that, then it, it it gets to go to video. Yeah, either like six weeks or ninety days. You know. Yeah, if it's a blockbuster, I'd say hey, ninety days. Because sometimes some of these movies yeah. they just linger and linger and they still make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyhow. And so let that process anyhow. play out naturally. Yeah, yeah. I say. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't try to do something to sabotage the movie, the, the movie theaters. But, um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, Comcast kind of permitting this isn't cool. Uh, NBC permitting this isn't cool. Parent companies need to be held accountable. And um, I think Universal needs to be pushed. Well, that's that. I, you know what, I, I want to hear from people that are listening to this podcast of ours right now, what they think about um, the little war, the tizzy that's going on between NBC Universal and AMC. Would you rent a blockbuster movie and watch it at home or would you rather go to a movie theater and watch it or are you just not going to go to a movie because F9 you know the Fast and the Furious number 9 is not being released at AMC so would you rent it the first weekend at home and watch it what if the rental cost on that is $20 or what if they decide you know what let's rent it for $25 let's see let's see if people are going to pay $25 it's like hell no it's it's hard enough for me to wrap my head around paying six ninety nine for a rental at home, but I'll go and pay twenty dollars to go to a movie at a theater. I hate it, but I would do it. Yeah, yeah, same. I I, I feel like we're, we're back to that Americana the ritual and tradition conversation. I don't have any problem going to a theater and paying what, whatever the price is that they need to survive because. The truth is, is that um, I got to know some theater owners when I was living in Las Vegas in, uh, in the 90s. And um, what I learned was that theater owners really don't make that much money from ticket sales. I'm shocked. I'm kind of blown away by it. Where theater owners make their money is at concession stands. And so that's why 
whenever I go to a movie, and I'm pretty sure you've noticed this, I always make an effort to buy something or multiple things from the concession stand because I know that's the only place that the uh, theater is making money. Well, yeah, like I was saying with that popcorn, there, there's got to be some sort of crack in that popcorn because you can't replicate it at home, and you want it. $10 for a bucket of popcorn. I still and pay you know it. What? I will pay it every time. I will pay it happily. Yep. For, I will pay it happily for tradition, for Americana to have and keep uh, open the... You know, Theater companies. I, I think it's a reasonable exchange. You know, we we buy some expensive popcorns and soft drinks, uh, nachos, juju beans, or dots, or whatever the hell they are. We take our friends. We take our kids. And uh, you know that's just that's just how it goes. You know, and and we know that the next time want to go see a movie there that it's going to work out because they're going to be open because we've supported that business over and over again through the years. Yeah, well, here's to supporting movie theater chains, not just AMC, but all movie theater movie theater chains. You know, go see a movie when this is all over. That's what I say. Well, anyhow, um, you realize that we've been going on with this for, damn, nearly an hour? Holy crap. Well, um... There's a lot to be said about I feel, movies. I feel like there was a... There, there, there was a lot to be said. I feel like we've kind of covered everything. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, people need to know this stuff. Yep. Well, like I was saying, I want to I want to hear from people that are listening to this to to know, hear from them. What do they think? Are, are they supporting um, directed video release of these top movies? I mean, simultaneous release. Are you for that? Um, if it was simultaneously released, would you rent it or would you go to a theater? What do you think about? what uh, AMC is doing. Are you saying that they are the ones that are babies, that they should just say, all right, we'll go ahead and accept this, that it's going to be released simultaneously? Or, or are they siding with uh, AMC and saying, you know, fine, let NBC Universal re- release it directly to video. We're not going to watch it. We're not going to go to the theaters and watch the movies anyhow. So, it's, I can't, I'd like to say that I would not support NBC Universal on their decision to do this and that I would not go to the movie theater even if it's released simultaneously only because AMC has become my favorite theater chain. I think they've a lot of them have invested a lot of money into making these theaters nice and I am picky about when I go to a theater. I want to go to a nice big screen. I want to experience it. It doesn't matter how big your TV screen is at home. Um it you know you you got great sound system but a lot of us we could say hey it's loud well yeah it's loud but does it sound good and at the theaters it is a total experience it sounds great and it looks fantastic i can't get that at home um sean yeah there's something there's something to be said for that yeah 
I think we've, uh, like I said, we've we've gone over pretty much everything on this topic. Uh, we'll wait and find out if people are gonna um, have a rebuttal against what we're saying or, or who they're gonna side with, and then we can carry it on from there. Absolutely. Yep, going to the movies tradition. So it's tradition. So with that tradition, I guess uh, that's it. So we're gonna wait to find out what people have to say, and then. We will uh, continue this conversation. But until next time, everybody, subscribe, keep listening, and we will have more topics of interest for everyone out there. And please, you know, send over if you have anything that you want us to uh, talk about. We listen. Sean, thank you very much for, uh, for doing this. All right, so there you have it. First podcast done in the bag. So hopefully all of you enjoyed it. Hopefully most of you listened to it. And hopefully some of you listened to the entire podcast. Because this is going to be the first of many, 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 many. So until the next time, have lunch, have breakfast, have dinner, whatever order you want, and watch a movie. Thank you very much, folks. Have a good one. Bye.